Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Well, hey there. Thanks for being a part of the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John Rawls, and I am thankful, as always, and I know it feels like I say that every week, but it's because I am truly thankful every week, and and especially this week. I am thankful for not only you all taking some time out of your schedule and out of your life and ministry to spend some with me, but I'm also thankful just for those who have partnered with us in so many different ways through this journey. This has been a step of faith. This has been something where we feel God is calling us to continue to step out and to to be a part of something that we are truly just a part of. We are in no way the the tip of the spear or the only people or, that are doing this, but we're thankful to be a part of what many other people are doing. And if we're helping you, we're thankful for that, as well as partners who are helping us, not just finances, but people who are praying and people who are really putting their hand to the plow with us as well. These are some of the different technology people, some of the different ministry people, content creators, and others who are really coming alongside and just saying, what can we do together? And so one of the things that I'm going to show you before we even get into the heart of what we're going to talk about today is a brand new thing that we've been working on. And it is part of a partnership with some great people. I've already talked about the company that's doing it, Diode. And so the people from Diode, it's a couple weeks ago, I demonstrated to you all the software and why I like it. But I want to just give you a, a, a peek at something else that we have been doing. And then we're going to jump into another one of the tools that I use every day. In fact, I use it Almost all day long, it has become essential to what we do and what I do personally in my life. But before we get into that one, let me show you just a little bit about something really cool that is happening out in the this technology area that we've been leaning into. And that is, well, this is Disciple Tools. And I could spend two or three episodes talking about why I like Disciple Tools. It is a discipleship CRM. It is a tool that allows you to keep track of where people are once you identify them and you are walking with them spiritually, evangelizing, discipling them. Groups are being formed, possibly churches are being formed. It's just a way to make sure that people don't fall through the cracks. It's a fantastic tool. It has been generously given out Um, hundreds of thousands of dollars have been donated to be able to make this happen. So it is open to you to use. It is free for you to use. And our little contribution to this part of it is working to get it going so that it is completely um, one that is running on a 
personalized server. So what you see happening right here is Disciple Tools. But if you look up here in the link, well, that sure doesn't look like a normal website link. And that's because it is running from this a demo model right now is a working demo using a Raspberry Pi. And then we are able to verify people using blockchain public and private keys. So we are privately sending out this website. So it is being served from a Raspberry Pi and then we are verifying who has access to it using blockchain. And there are several advantages to this. You could use it just if you just don't want to pay for your website and buy a WP Engine or whoever for hosting just your Disciple Tools. Well, this is a way you could do that from a computer. But the, the thing I like is that it is decentralized so we can run this on multiple computers as well as the blockchain and the ability to create zones so that only certain people can have access. Kind of like a VPN, but not needing the VPN. We'll do an episode just about this in a little bit in the next few weeks. But the key here is that this is being is utilizing the software I talked about a couple weeks ago and that team from Diode. They've worked with us to help get this going, so I'm extremely thankful to them to be able to uh, show this to you. All right, so that's what's going on. That's just one thing. That was a freebie, but it's one I'm really excited about because I think it's going to increase the level of security, not only for the workers, but also for the, the, the data itself and being able to really lock it down so it's not public facing. There's not a, a, a website address that's easily identifiable or, or whatever that people can go to and, and be able to uh, try to gain access to your very sensitive information. It's also about the idea of digital sovereignty, of you controlling your data. And this is a question we're getting asked a lot more, is just how do we protect our data? How do we make sure that people aren't looking at it, even if it's just businesses who make it their business to look at your data to be able to serve you ads or to be able to pay for the service that they are providing? How do we protect what needs to be protected? Privacy, and it is going to become and continue to become a conversation that is more and more one we're going to need to be having, especially for those who are working in very sensitive or hard places. All right, so what I want to share with you all today, we've been working through getting ready. I've got a conference I'm going to be speaking at. And but this has become a go-to tool for me. Now there's a little bit of hardware that I'm going to show for you right at the beginning. You don't need to do any of these pieces, obviously. You can make your own, but this is my workflow for my second brain, for my digital brain. So the first one is I utilize just a small iPad mini. And then within this iPad mini, I, I have the, the pencil that goes with it, and I'm constantly taking notes and am using it for reading all of my books on Kindle. And so it has become something, I just, I like the form size of it. There's, there's Android ones, if you like those better, but something small that I can have with me that is bigger so I can take notes, but also small enough I can just travel with. So that's the first part of this process, is just getting the data itself. But then what do you do with it? Because you and I probably have tons of information coming into our minds every day. And so how do we classify and catalog and, and keep track of all of that information? 
So I use, first of all, my iPad mini then, like I said, and, and I'll listen to the pastor of the church where we attend, and he is a tremendous communicator, and I'm just taking notes, handwritten notes, furiously. And it's many of those that spur on then ideas of ad campaigns and different types of ad journeys that we create and try to give out on our website. They're on Kavanaugh Media under ad resources. So that's part of it. But you're, you and I are getting emails every day. We're looking at web articles. We're reading books. What do we do with that information? That's what I want to share with you. Now, I owe all of this to a friend of mine in ministry from a, an org that we partner with. Um, his first name is Don. And he sent me a, a document just one day, and it had an .md uh, uh, thing on the end of it. And I was like, Don, what is this .md? And then I opened it up, and I realized it stands for Markdown, Markdown language, which is just a, a simple language that is transferable to any application. And this is a key concept, not getting locked into having one way of doing something, and then that thing goes away. See, in ministry, especially in social media marketing, it's always changing. So if you get locked in, this is how we do it, and this, we're going to create an organic post, and we're going to make an ad from it, and we're going to do a video view from it, and, and well, some of those things are changing, and that may not be the best way to do it. And so things are always, always changing. You need to be able to own your data. You need to be able to control what is yours. And the, the key part of this is that for years, so I was a Bible college professor. So I taught in college. I've got my graduate work was in the field of communication at the University of Missouri. And then I taught for about 12 years before going to the mission field. And one of the benefits of that was I got free books all the time. And so a love of reading was instilled in me from really a young age. And I still, I try to read one book at least a week. And so it's through all of this reading and synthesizing what I'm reading is what I'm trying to give to you all. It's not that there, much of what I'm giving to you is new or you couldn't find it. I'm just trying to synthesize this together for you. And so the I used Evernote for years. And then they kept jacking the price up. And if you wanted this thing, you had to pay more. And I was like, this is getting ridiculous. And so I found myself using it less and less. But it was locked into it. To get your notes out of it, it's a real pain. There are some ways to do it. But as you, just anytime you get locked into a system, that's, uh, that's not really good. That's starting to create dependency. So Don sent me this document. It had the .md. And as I'm talking with him, I said, what is this? He says, it's Markdown. And I began to look in, and that started, as we joke now, my rabbit trail journey down this whole idea of a digital garden or a second brain. And they're, they're two different things. So when you are getting all of this information, then how do you get it so that you can really... First of all, just get it all in the right place. Well, here's the first thing. So I'm going to walk you through several pieces of software that we use, that I use, and now several people on our team are using every day. This is the first one. So I'm going to go here. Let me change this on my – there we go. So this is the first part of this process, and this is called Devon Think, D-E-V-O-N, Devon Think, and this one is 
3. Okay, this is Devin Think 3. I'll put links to all of these on the show notes that are on our website, on the podcast link, on the Kavanaugh Media site each week. So whether you're listening to this as a podcast or watching us here on the YouTube channel, uh, I'll put the links to that. Okay, there. Devin Think is not free. Uh, well, I think there's a free version of it, but I have a paid version that I'm using because of the capabilities that it brings about. I have every file and every document digitally that's happening in my life coming into this place first. So this is a massive file cabinet where I can bring things into an inbox, I can tag things, I have files. And you might think, well, okay, well, that's, that's great. You know, that, but I've already got that on my Mac or on my Windows. Yes, I hear you. But what this does is if, if you're watching the video here, and I'll describe it for those listening, is that you can – it uses artificial intelligence to be able to group other files that are similar. So if I have like this one that's showing here about Telegram ads, then I can search through my global database of all of my files and it will begin to show me any email, any article that I've saved, any file that I have that relates to it over here under documents. And so it is becoming just an amazing way for me to think about, you know, I was I read something about this a few years ago or for material that that we forget. And it can bring it back into my memory. So Devin Think is the first tool that I use all the time. So all my files are coming into Devin Think 3. All my emails, everything is coming into that. It doesn't mean the physical files have to be in there, by the way. So you can keep everything still in your email client or an iCloud or whatever, wherever you have it. But it is it is a way to, to duplicate or to replicate. And that, that actually means two different things within DevonThink. But have a place where all of your files can be found and then you can find all of the connections to them. So that's the first key part to it. Now, the other part of it is it handles PDFs, Markdown, all sorts of stuff. And so I use another piece of software just called Hook that allows me to take a web link or whatever and save it. And then if the link itself changes, if the website changes, it will auto-update all of that information. So I'm using Hook into DevonThink 3 here. And then from DevonThink 3, I go to a different piece of software when I begin to really process the material and what it is that I'm using. And that is called Obsidian. Now, Obsidian is a really cool tool, and this is uh, Obsidian right here. All right, so I'm. this is a what I use for all of my notes. And so what you're seeing right here is just a graph view of all of my notes that I've brought into Obsidian. And so then if I click here, I can see every article that has something to do with AdWords or Google Analytics that I'm thinking about or working with. And so it's a graphical representation of information for me. That's one way. So this is all sorts of themes. And so if I, if I go into this and I want to look at digital minimalism, I can see where it ties into Facebook and it ties into content. Or let's say if I want to talk about, well, here's one right here, content. And this is showing every article, book, thing that I have that relates to that. So they're all linked together. That's just one cool part of it. But as you see over here, and I'm going to show you here in a second, this is my digital garden. So I keep some, some pictures, things like that in here. 
I use this area, which I'm calling my incubator, for different topics that I'm wanting to write about or think about. And so this is a lot of the stuff that I'm using to begin to process my thinking for teaching podcasts as a team, things that are important to us, just for me as an individual. And so this is my incubator. This is where I'm thinking through things, all right? And these are things that are important to me. And so there's words sometimes, ideas of complication and complex. I've been looking at systems theory, uh, the trust, media, uh, issues of racism that I'm seeing that bother me, accountability, courage, data, you, you name it. All right, so disciple making movements. So that's just one area in my incubator where I put little notes, just little thoughts about something community, church, what's essential, habits. So that's a place where thoughts are germinating. Then I have a journal. I won't leave that, I won't open that one up, but you can automate that one. Then I have learning, which I'm going to show you in a second, just notes. Notes from meetings, specific partners we work with, and notes from them. All my sermon notes, which is really cool. So here is Easter, and that looks small. And then I'm going to, this is my handwritten notes from Easter. And so this is how those look. And so this is coming straight from my iPad mini there. So that's what the sermon notes look like. Uh, Twitter notes on there. And then I have other articles that I'm just working on right now. So like this is the talk that I'm going to be doing at EMDC. And so I, this is not done. I'm working a ton on this as far as my notes and what I'm going to be sharing about. But this is a place that I can bring into it and then I can bring in links. This is the cool thing that I use here. So this is another talk I'm going to be doing. So I've been gathering all these things into it. But let's, let me find one here. And this is the digital garden part of it. So this is under digital garden. I'll close this out here. There we go. Digital Garden. This is where I have begun to put some essential notes and things when they're in a more polished state. So things that I'm really interested about, things I'm thinking about. It's like a garden, which I love. And so you plant and you you really water, you're, you're keeping the weeds out, all those things. Well, this is my thoughts and I'm working through them. And so business, business is mission, uh, technology, ham radio, marketing, philosophy, deep thoughts that I'm working through. All right. So I've been working through some stuff about Bonhoeffer, uh, deep thinking workflows and thoughts, what's missing from the church. So these are just things I'm thinking through here. All right. Marketing articles. What's cool. One of the key things, if this is all I had, was this part right here, Kindle highlights. So I still try to read one book a week. I don't always succeed at it. And sometimes I can get even more than one in depending on the book. We have a, a great library here where we live, a kin- then, so we can access Kindle books that way, plus I have a Kindle Unlimited subscription, plus I buy books. But I made a decision when I was teaching and a professor that I was going to try to go to all digital. So my whole library is sitting on my iPad mini of books or on just my Amazon cloud there. And so when I go through a book, I take notes, I can tag it up, and I can highlight it. So here's one of my Kindle books that I've read. This one's called, just I'm clicking on one, The Organized Mind, Thinking Straight in the Age of Information Overload. It tells me the author, it tells me uh, the link to it, how many highlights I have in it, and so then these are highlights and things that I'm bringing through. Now what's cool is I can come through and I can begin to look at 
certain topics in here and to see where they go into. So here's tags, but I can also go through it to find other articles that re relate to it. So let me show you one here. A, a great book, The Insanity of Obedience. Right? And so when I come through this one, I can look at linked and unlinked. Well, we'll see if this one has any into it. Maybe not. Let me find another one. Scaling up excellence. Let's see if that one has it. And so then I can look at, there we go. So this is going to bring up certain words. So like, here's this word accountability. So then when I click on it, it would bring me up to different articles. But when there's certain phrases or words that come into this, so like I could highlight this because it's in Markdown. I'm going to do it in real time. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to put this around that, which then makes that its own little article. And so when I do that, then anything that has that word accelerate in it and any of these other articles, it will start showing up over here on the right. And I can start seeing words and phrases and concepts from my reading and see how everything works together. And that's what's just been so amazing through this whole process is learning from years of reading how all of these things have shaped who I am, but how they all tie in together. So this is, it's not all of my books, I have a library over my left shoulder here, <clears throat> excuse me, in my office uh, that has a lot of physical books. But if, if possible, I try to do just digital ones whenever possible. And so these are a lot of the books that I'm reading or have been reading. And then finally, I use this, Obsidian, and then I, I appreciate it because the software is free. I have tried to give back by doing a published site from them. So let me show you what that looks like right here. All right. So in when you're this is where you go, obsidian.md to go to the website. It's free. You can get it Windows, Linux, Mac, and it allows you to keep track of all your files and they're not locked down. It's yours. It's your information. It's your knowledge. And so you can go to obsidian.md and download it. And this is so many themes and plugins and abilities. See, it's showing you here how the graph looks, how your notes can look over there. It is truly a really amazing piece of software. Backlinks what I was showing you, outgoing links to other documents. So there's just so much to this software. Well, then what I have done is created my own digital garden. And that's what is, this is right here. And so a digital garden for me is just an online space, the intersection of a notebook and a blog. So these aren't all my notes. If you look over here, you can see it's just some of the stuff from my full-on Obsidian software and my my database that I have there and obsidian only has a small portion of all of my dev think files so if it's a funnel that's kind of how it's working think to obsidian then obsidian to some of these on my website you can go to it just publish.obsidian.md forward slash john rawls j-o-n-r-a-l-l-s all one word and you'll come to my published digital garden and so I have on here, here's like technology. So I've been spending, uh, trying to spend an hour a day working through programming and learning. And so this is, a lot of this is coming from uh, the uh, training that I've been going through. So here's, con there's articles, let's say for about Python, and then here's concepts. So if I want to look at what is our conditionals, I can click here, click on conditionals, and then here's a whole, our, uh, 
document right here. And table contents on the right, if statements, else statements, else if statements, all of that. Okay, and so this is just a way for me to organize all of my learning that I'm trying to do in the programming area. So here's Python, open source, uh, SQL, uh, Swift, Web3, a lot of that that's coming into a lot of thoughts that are going in there, JavaScript, Git, GitHub, machine learning. So this is all stuff that I'm reading or notes from my technology area. Philosophy articles, uh, eight ways Stoics dealt with stress. Right? That's something I, I struggle with all the time is, is stress and just feeling overwhelmed with things and all that's out there. So this is an article I found and some uh, from reading from another author. I read all of his books. and I thought, this is really good. It's not Christian, but it's good thoughts. And I, I wanted to keep track of it. So here's eight ways that Stoics dealt with stress. And if you're just listening to the podcast and you never click to go to the website, I'll read them to you. Focus on what you control. Prepare for it in advance. Journal. Reflect. Get a hobby, laugh, don't cry. Though I don't know if I agree with the Stoics on that one. I think it's okay to cry. Forget the page, ignore the focus, be present, all right? And use your mortality to put it all in perspective. You and I are going to die. So today's a gift. What are we going to do with that? And so these are just like philosophy notes. And if I click on a tag, it would open up any other articles that have that tag in them. So this is just all stuff that's coming into my mind. Uh, Here's some marketing stuff about storytelling. Um, Looks like that one doesn't have anything there. There you go. Uh, Lessons, paradoxes of marketing. And a lot of these are ones that I'm getting straight from just Twitter. Too. And so I'll read things, and when I can find it, I try to give credit to them. All right. I, I'm not trying to say that all of this, um, yeah, so right down here, here's where these ideas are coming from. This thread was inspired by things like that. All right. And so even if you just go to the beginning, it says that. These are just my thoughts, my collections, the things that are helping me keep track of my life, what I'm learning, and as I'm getting older, older, it's helping me remember stuff in my second brain as well. And so I would love for you to find a tool that works for you to be able to do this. For me, this has been amazing. Once, as, as I'm saying with all of this software, I'm not, this isn't a, a promotion. I'm not getting anything back from them. This is just me saying to you, This is a tool that I love, and maybe it can be a benefit to you. All right, so maybe you're keeping track of your ad journeys. Maybe it's your recipes. I don't know, but it's just a second brain, a way to control the flow of information in this digital world that we live in. All right, I hope that's a benefit to you. I'm going to go ahead and and end this podcast today. I've got calls all day today to get ready for, and then tomorrow I'm driving to about 13 hours to watch my younger son graduate with his marketing degree in college. It's been a great journey for him. He's played college football in the Division One level, and it's just been it's, there's been highs and lows, but it's been a journey for him. And this is a a turn the page, a new chapter. In fact, he's going to be coming on working full time with us here at Cavanaugh Media. He brings a wealth of new experience into new fields and new things that he's learning out there in the marketing realm. So I'm excited to have him join, obviously, our team here full-time. As always, thank you for listening to this. Please share it with other people if you think it'll be a benefit to them. Thank you for giving us five stars or however much you think this is worth on our the podcast channel. Thank you for subscribing
contributing to our YouTube channel as we're trying to get that started here and we'll put more content and continue, Lord willing, on there. But more than anything, we're just thankful that hopefully you're using parts of this and learning and applying it to your context and that you're making Jesus famous. So no matter what you do, whether you are a church or a mission team, whatever, you're a Bible uh, a translator and you're trying to get scripture engagement, whatever it is, keep pressing forward. Do what you do to the best of your God-given abilities. And thank you for spending some time with us today. The Lord provides. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.